0: So the 4th Annual NFT NYC kicks off today, Monday, June 20th, and it's going all the way until Thursday the 23rd. So lots of events, there's countless projects that are going to be there, there are teams introducing everything, however, I am not there. Today we're going to discuss the importance of these conferences and why I plan to be at the next one. So before I get into this, I must say I was a little fired up when I recorded this, and this is not the most beginner-friendly one, simply because I'm speaking ridiculously fast. I didn't realize it until after I was playing it back, and (laughs) the enthusiasm and the excitement of everything really just poured through. So if you're someone that listens to podcasts at 1.8x speed, such as I do, this probably isn't the one to do that. You might want to slow it down a little bit, or if you are a brand new person to NFTs and this whole space, this one might be one that you want to skip or at least slow down. It'll give you the value the general feel of NFT NYC, why people should be excited about this stuff. However, I must say, again, I'm speaking ridiculously fast. So with that said, let's get into the episode. For starters, there's going to be hundreds of speakers at this event from all over the world representing various companies that are doing different things in this Web3 space, whether it be on the crypto side or the NFT sides, you know, the nuts and bolts offering all these services that are running these projects. And then there's going to be the project teams itself, the ones that are definitely the ones, the face of these projects, whether it be the artists, the coders or the business side of things, the community managers, they're all going to be there. And as a footnote, the speakers. Nobody really cares about the speakers. Honestly, the hundreds of speakers on the programs, on the rosters listed out. And I was trying to actually count how many people are on the website. But there are so many that I can't even understand how many there are. They're alphabetical. So... Those are the people that have names that start with A, they're the ones who are going to get all the attention, and I scrolled all the way down to see the Zs and so forth, but anyone in the middle, for the most part, is going to be lost in the mix, and as I said, the majority of people are not going there to see these speakers or listen to these speakers, I should say, and a lot of times with these conferences anyways, they have multiple stages going on at so many different times, and these speakers range from being amazing to absolutely horrible. they are a set of speakers normally at any kind of conference that they're used to doing certain types of presentations, whether it be, To a small boardroom, or in this case, it'll be a Twitter space or whatever it might be. Well, then, when it comes to doing a live presentation before a live audience, it is a completely different ballgame. And with that said, for that purpose, not a lot of people even go to pay attention to the speakers. They go to do different things, such as meet their peers. Which, in this world of NFTs, there are so many things that we can talk about, so excited about it. But generally speaking, very few people in our immediate family, friends, or circle, our sphere of influence actually knows what this is actually going on and how we can have those conversations offline. That's why Twitter spaces and Zoom and Clubhouse and all of these different things that we're doing in Discord are important to us is because we don't really have that many people in our everyday lives that we come into contact with. So a lot of people go to these events just to be face-to-face with their people that speak their language and know what they're talking about and it is just an amazing, refreshing space to be in, even on Twitter spaces, to be honest. When you finally find that group of people, you might be researching, listening to podcasts here and there, but it's not until you start to have more interactions with various people that you truly see and understand how powerful this is, how excited you can get. And that's where you're going to get the real alpha. You're not going to get alpha until you start to speak to people. And you can do all the research in the world. There's only 24 hours in the day, and you're always capped by how much you have to sleep and how much you can possibly read. However, when you're Speaking to multiple people, I've said it many times, network is your net worth. Same thing when you go face to face, it is very different because with alpha and getting information from various people, when you can see into their eyes, read their facial expression and everything, you can see if they're excited. It's very different than being in a Twitter space and someone saying, "Oh, here comes the alpha," and they're going to give you some sort of secret information about a project or whatever it might be, but really they're just trying to hype their own bag or they're trying to promote something that they're being paid to do or whatever. But when you're actually face to face with someone, you can see What they're about. See if they're truly excited. Read their eyes, their body language, and all those things. That's when you're going to get the real alpha. Because anyone can speak about anything. You know, there's countless people around the world that they are salespeople for various companies. They don't even use their products. They don't even use their services. But. It's a payday, and they go out there every single day, 8, 9, 10, 12 hours a day. They promote it, they sell it for their commission. And it's no different with NFTs, Web3, and all that stuff. Some people are just in it for a payday, right? Then other people are in it because they are truly excited, truly passionate. And when you're standing face to face with someone, that's when you're able to see that. And I've had multiple sales jobs and the thing that was the easiest for me to sell was cutlery. That sounds like a strange thing. Why am I even bringing this up? But the reason why that was very easy for me to sell more than real estate or any other thing that I've been able to sell in life is because I was truly excited about it. I actually like to cook. That is one of my hobbies. And I would use these cutlery every single day. I would figure out new ways to use the chef knife, the butter knife, the acorn squash knife, which really the butcher knife, but I really wasn't doing much butchering. But I figured out, hey, you can use this to split open acorn squash and also sorts of different things and it was very easy for me to talk about it be excited and get other people excited and guess what they would buy so with this with the alpha you can truly see how someone is excited do they really use this stuff are they actually buying into this or are they just promoting this then of course also a lot of people go for the business partners. You're going to go there you're going to meet various people that you can either launch projects with, you can do different things, you can discuss what your next step is in web3 because a lot of us that are pioneers in the space that are early, we're doing this stuff, we're also trying to figure out how we can build businesses in it. Do this stuff full time and An example that I could possibly think of was Brian Fanzo. He always speaks about NFT NYC last year. That is how he ended up launching his NFT 365 podcast. And if it wasn't going to that conference and speaking with Drew and the other people that he came in contact with and getting the idea to launch, he wouldn't have launched his Mint 365 project where they're minting NFTs every single day. And then there's a podcast speaking about all this stuff. And with that said, it's kind of funny because. That was the only daily podcast that actually launched before I launched this show. It launched a few days earlier, three days to be exact. And when I found that show, I was so bummed, so disappointed that I can't believe someone beat me to the punch only to find out that the whole thing was conceived at NFT NYC last year. And long story short, I'm in good contact with them and their team and everything in their discord and just a really cool team and everything. So no animosity there, just great stuff. However, the reason why I'm bringing that up, even mentioning it is because it was NFT 365 where that was birthed. Many times, on this show i speak about the chibis chibi labs and all the different projects that they have launched or i should say collections not projects it's all one collection under chibi labs and they have different things and their team is going to be at nft nyc and for nothing else i really want to go to meet spasta h bizzle and the whole team that's going to be there i forget if the full team is going to be there but the majority of them i know a lot of the community leaders such as erica Jiraiya and others that I will probably not seeing at very many other events or whatever. They're going there because this is the biggest event for the year. And these people, whether they're introverted or extrovert, they're coming out to be a part of this uh, Chibi Nation and just hang out, have the space or the live event and all those things, and I really want to be there, but it would've been cool to really sit down, discuss some plans that I have for my chibis and what I want to do going forward, have some input from the founders and the team and to see if I'm on to something, how I can uh, possibly help to promote the brand, because if chibis win, I win, because I hold chibis, I love chibis, but at the end of the day, we're all in this thing together, so we want the brand to go forward, because despite the fact that yes, I have my NFTs, I have them, the 3D files, I can do all sorts of cool things with it, and I can figure out how to monetize that. However, if the brand itself, the Chibis move forward as a whole, that does help me. And that works with any single project. For example, I spoke about the Lazy Hats and how they are a sub-niche or a trait group within the Lazy Lions. And they have a 10x floor of the rest of the Lazy Lions. Well, without the other Lions, that trait group doesn't really hold that value because they are important because they are Lazy Lions. And within the Lazy Lions, there are that Lazy Hats crew. So... As a whole, if the project does well, the Lazy Hats does well. And that really works with any NFT collection. On a whole, it's not like you can just tear down the rest of the project and just hope that your value of your particular NFTs go up. That's not really how it works. Generally speaking, if the project goes up, each individual holder also increases in value and so forth and whatnot. So yeah, you can have a group that has external things to help them to the value, get it above the floor of the entire project or whatever. But generally speaking, if the project does well, everyone does well. And these events where everyone's coming together, discussing what could possibly happen, how they can work together to add value to not just the collection but the rest of the holders and everything. These are the type of things that people look forward to and I definitely was looking forward to it and I know they're gonna have some great ideas come out of this so I can't wait to hear what the team comes with and how this is going to go forward for all the various projects that I'm a part of and the space as a whole. But even if you are someone who is not necessarily going in there to see what kind of value that you can have added to your particular NFTs, but you might be a service provider. You might be someone that has something to offer to a particular project. Maybe you're a content creator. You are an editor. You're an artist. You're a coder. Whatever it might be, you might have an idea. Say, hey, this is a great collection, but I think it's missing this. I can offer this. Well, that is a great space to go. You go to these live events. You can speak to the founders, speak to the team get a feel of people, and do your pitch, if you will. Of course, it's all about relationships, meeting people, and there's no better way and faster way to do it than in person. You can do all the stuff with technology, with Zoom and Skype or whatever you wanna call it, all these video FaceTime calls, but nothing will ever replace the fact of sitting in a room, speaking with someone, doing a handshake, doing a deal, whatever it might be, getting a feel of that person, see if they're honest, they're hardworking, whatever it might be, and you just might click, hit it off, and before you know it, you have a business partner off to the races. And lastly, one of the best things about these events is that you get to unlock the benefits of your NFTs. As a creator, you can deliver a massive amount of benefits, whether it is an event, there's Speaking opportunities meeting the team meeting the family whatever it might be all of these things you can get all of your holders in one place at a time Because these nfts are collected by people all over the world So when they have these events such as nft miami nft nyc or there's an austin event or wherever it is bitcoin events All these different things these collections come together say yeah, these holders are going to be there You know, it's a concentrated population of them rather than having to ship things all over the country or do zoom Calls or everything, you can sit in a room with 20, 50, 100. I don't think 10,000 or whatever the entire collection is going to be there, but you can have a considerable amount of people in one roof in one place, and that is just a powerful thing in itself. And as a holder, knowing that you have multiple projects and all these different things to check into, it is pretty cool to know that all the projects are going to be in one city, New York City, and they have multiple events, and you can hop and access those benefits. From, say, six, seven, eight projects in one night, whatever it might be, you go to a morning event, an afternoon event, you go to a speaking engagement, then you go to an after party and do all of these different things in one city. It's not like you have to fly all over the country or fly all over the world. So that is just really cool to have everybody there. And this is obviously the biggest one that everyone loves to speak about, the fourth year. And despite having hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of speakers on the roster. As I said, no one really goes for that. So I would love to know, have you ever been to NFT NYC? And if so, do you plan to go again? Or I should say, if you've never been, do you hope to go in the futures? Because I fully intend to be at the next one, so hope to see you there. But I'd love to know what your thoughts are about this conference and in real life events as far as NFT goes anyways. Please shoot a line over to me at Tropic Vibes on Twitter. As usual, I want to thank you for listening to this as we're learning